festival of blood radio. Yeah, we'll try to sound professional this time. It's the E3 2010 special on Festival of Blood Radio. Eh, enjoy it. It's all good. So uh, welcome back to the show. It is June 17th, 2010, and uh, E3, yeah, underway right now. So uh, probably have some other information on next week's show about E3 as I continue to digest all of the all of the information that's out there from E3. But uh, yeah, as usual, we got the uh, E3 show that we do every year after E3. And, uh, yeah, we got the usual spin. It's not going to be, you know, the usual podcast or the usual website that just kind of shows what's out there. We're going to give you some opinion because that's what this show does. This show is a verbal plate of diarrhea, and we serve up a giant plate of verbal diarrhea every week for you to enjoy. And, uh, yeah, uh, hopefully you do enjoy it. But, yeah, we're going to get into it. We're mainly going to get into the, uh, the Sony, the Nintendo, and the Microsoft press conferences because that's where the biggest plate of verbal diarrhea can be found. And, uh, yeah, it's all good. Some good stuff. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, it's you know it's, it's a little different. I, I pride myself on the fact that it's going to be a little bit different than what's out there. So, uh, so what have I been doing outside of that? Well, you know, I, I as I mentioned a few shows ago, I upgraded my computer, and uh, yeah, it's gone great. Love it. But uh, the big thing is finally upgrading the kid's PC. You know, the funny thing is the kid's PC gets the hand-me-downs, and the funny thing is is the hand-me-downs they have coming their way huge. Because they're getting like an Athlon X2 5600 Plus with an 8600 GTS and uh, 2 gigs of RAM. Uh, DDR800. Yeah. So uh, they'll be playing some good stuff. Anyway, it's great to have you. Hopefully you enjoy the E3 coverage and we're going to get into it, uh, well, I guess right now. Are you a complete freak of nature? Then you're in the right place. You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio, proud member of the Geek Media. www.thegeekmedia.com Okay, so let's get into a little bit of the basics first. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I think last year at E3 2009, I said that Sony probably had the best po- press conference. And, and I'm going to say it again. I think Sony had the best press conference overall uh, in that they had a lot of, uh, you know, they had a lot of content that was there uh, overall from all the other uh, major players, um, including Nintendo and Microsoft. So they, had, they probably had the best overall one. And uh, the biggest, the biggest, most exciting thing that I was, uh, 
able to see out of the Sony uh, press conference that excited me the most personally, mainly because I do own a PSP. Many of you that listen to the show on a long-term basis know that I do not have a PlayStation 3, although I promised uh, that I'd have one by, like, December of last year, but, you know, the... <sighs> There still hasn't been that one compelling thing that's made me decide to get it, but i got to give major props because I do own a PSP. And I was really glad to see that they, they started this new campaign. Uh, one, of their, one of their biggest announcements, whether you missed it or not, or whether you consider it one of their biggest announcements, is that Sony looks like at least they're pretending that they're really going to get behind the PSP. You know, one of my favorite games on the PSP was God of War Chains of Olympus, and they announced God of War, it's like Shadows of Sparta or something like that, which is exactly the kind of game that the PSP needs. Something to bring over the hardcore gamer, something that really shows off the graphics of the PSP, something that shows that it's not just a toy, that it is an actual gaming console in your hand. And I think the original price of the PSP set it back immediately from the offerings that Nintendo has, which Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo decimates everybody in the handheld market. And uh, you know, so, and one of the things that came out of the Sony, uh, not 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 the press conference, but one of the things that's come out since E3 is that Sony has basically said, consider consider the uh, battle against Nintendo completely won. They're basically saying that, you know what, when it comes to Nintendo Wii, consider that we've already beat them, uh, and consider uh, that the PSP has already beaten Apple. And a lot of uh, a lot of game companies out there that work in the handheld market, they're really concerned about Apple Computer because, well, the iPhone and the new iPad and whatnot are really making, well, making some strides in downloadable content. And, uh, yeah, so Sony has, has, has made it very clear that they are in this for the long run, and I think they've done that mainly by saying that we're looking to take on Apple, uh, which is huge, <laughs> because uh, to just skip Nintendo entirely and say that we're going to take on Apple is really, really a bold statement, because, well, they're behind Nintendo. But it was really neat to see it. They got a new campaign going marketing-wise, and if you want to check out their new marketing campaign, it's over at www.marcus.com. PSP.com. That's www.marcuspsp.com. And just like they have the the silly guy that does the uh, the the PlayStation 3 commercials, they're going to be featuring this Marcus, which is basically a kid. And they said, you know, the, the thing the kid said in the video they showed at the Sony press conference is that we got good kids out there playing bad games. And well, you know, to some extent, I have to agree. Because the PSP is by far, and I don't think anyone that's that's being honest, whether you own a, a PSP or a Nintendo DS, you know, I've got I've got uh, three DSIs in this house. I've got I've got uh, a, a DS. I've got uh, several SPs, and I've I've got everything basically going back to the to the Game Boy Color. And so it's not that I'm a fanboy of one or the other, but I'm going to tell you that the PSP is clearly clearly. The uh, the better the better handheld console as far as technology goes, as far as screen resolution goes, as far as its capabilities outside of just playing games, it's really really the creme de la creme. But they're way behind Nintendo, and that's mainly because they got a better price point. They've got the kids' games, they've got all that. So uh, really really need to see that at least at the Sony press conference that they're that they're finally appearing at least magically to get somewhat behind the PSP. Looking forward to that, and of course, we will keep you informed over the next year, two years, three years, five years, whatever, on the PSP. 
Okay, so you just didn't think because E three's on that we're going to get away with not having any cheesy music. So uh, let's get into it. Uh, let, let's first talk about Nintendo. Uh, yeah, Nintendo's biggest thing was uh, talking about. Well, mainly they talked about the Nintendo 3DSi, and this is going to be the new handheld console they're coming out with that includes a 3D screen on it that doesn't require 3D glasses to uh, see the 3D. And the neat thing about this is they not only announced that uh, that they have this technology. But they've partnered with Disney and some other film distributors to release 3D movies on the uh, DS. And the, you know, the neat thing about this is you're saying, well, I don't watch movies on my DS. But the new 3DSi, the upper screen, which is uh, the 3D screen, it's, uh, it's, it's semi-widescreen. It's a rectangle. It's not a square like uh, what you're used to on the Nintendo DS or even the DS uh, XL. It's, uh, it's wider. So uh, the screens aren't identical on uh, the new 3DSi. So really need to see that. It's going to see how that uh, kind of plays out. I guess they have enough confidence that they can actually release movies on the uh, 3DSi that have uh, sufficient 3D quality. You know, this is, it's sad because I really feel for Nintendo because this is a neat new technology that uh, hopefully we'll see uh, widespread sometime that uh, brings 3D to a screen without the use of glasses. And that was the biggest biggest point that Nintendo was struggling to make to the point where at the end of uh, their press conference, they brought out to the entire crowd like, I don't know, like 50, somewhere to 50 to 100 different models. So, uh, they had 3D SIs or 3D... I- 3DSs. Yeah. They had uh, Nintendo 3DSs like strapped to them. They went out to the crowd to uh, show the crowd the 3D technology. And I got to tell you, the one of the worst ideas at E3 is to strap a neat piece of technology to a woman. Yeah. So anyway, they did they did that and uh, violence ensued. No, anyway. Uh, so really neat there. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how this, ha- how this plays out. Uh, hopefully Nintendo is smart enough that they realize that every Walmart, GameStop, Target... Uh, every Best Buy out there needs to have one of these on demo because people aren't going to believe it until they see it. And, uh, yeah, you need to see it. So really neat. I, you know, I don't know what to say because, you know, I haven't seen it. And, of course, when you're watching the coverage on your 2D television, you can't really uh, get a good feel for it. The one thing I do have to say about Nintendo's press conference is they showed off a new Zelda game. Which is going to be coming out for the Nintendo Wii, and uh, it uses the Wii Motion Plus. Which, even with the Wii Motion Plus, I got to tell you, based on what we saw from Sony and Microsoft, I don't know. The Wii is looking like they're falling a little bit behind. You know, their demo. I got to tell you, the demo for uh, Zelda that they're that they're coming out with from the Nintendo Wii, which uses the new Wii Motion Plus. Yeah, it seemed completely broken. It seemed obvious to me that the uh, person doing the demo, uh, that they weren't really getting one-to-one uh, capability with their controller on the screen. It also was obvious when they were uh, doing a part of the demo where they had to like use the controller to use a uh, reticle to shoot some spiders, that they switched to their sword to kind of take out the spiders because the reticle aiming wasn't doing so hot. So i, I got to tell you, their Zelda demo was kind of a major letdown. And even though the Wii Motion Plus definitely moves the Nintendo Wii controller up a notch when it comes to motion control, it seems like they're getting behind. And, of course, the biggest disappointment of the Nintendo press conference was what a lot of diehard gamers want to see 
and that is yet yeah, no announcement of a high-definition Nintendo Wii. Uh, no doubt that whatever their next-generation console is going to be it will include high-definition support because, well, it's freaking obvious. But, uh, yeah, pretty sad to see that. So the games on my 52-inch uh, DLP projection TV, yeah, they're going to continue to look like crap. So sorry about that. But yeah, the, the Nintendo press conference, other than the 3DS, which looked very, very, very cool. Uh, yeah, big letdown. It was, it was really, really hard to see that. Uh, yeah, you know, for example, the one, one of the biggest things, they didn't really announce it too much at E3, but you see a lot of television commercials for it right now, is that you can watch Netflix movies stream to your Nintendo Wii on your television. But what's the point? I know I know when I use uh, Netflix streaming on my Xbox 360, which had it first, yeah, the neat thing is that you can watch movies in high definition. There's a lot of content there that is in HD, whether it's uh, television episodes or movies, which are in high definition. And, of course, with the Nintendo Wii, you don't get that because it doesn't support any type of high definition output whatsoever. So, uh, yeah, sad, sad to see that Nintendo's kind of trying to jump on the multimedia bandwagon with their console, but really falls short because at the end of the day, yeah, the 3DS screen's looking pretty cool, but the Nintendo Wii, yeah, falling a little fat, flat, fat and flat. Their big announcements being things like, what, Donkey Kong Country Returns or something like that, you know, basically a rehash of the typical Nintendo games. And if you like those, you're going to love what Nintendo has to offer over the next year. But, yeah, it seems to fall a little flat. Is that an Arcanite Reaper in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? You're listening to Festival of Blood Radio on the Festival of Blood Radio Network. Yeah, so we'll move things up to the 80s instead of the 70s. Maybe we'll get to the 90s by the end of the show, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to what is uh, probably the best overall press conference. And it's not because they had some major announcement or anything like that, but Sony actually did a very good job. And it was nice to see that they showed Killzone 3, which the Killzone series, since it first came out with the original Killzone, was kind of their kind of their kill game for Halo. And has it killed Halo? Well, no. It's, it doesn't even approach the popularity in uh, gamers that actually love it and the sales that Halo does. But uh, hey, uh, Killzone 3 uh, was, was a major announcement for the, uh, for the PlayStation 3. And make no doubt, make, make no mistake, that if I had, an, if I had a uh, PlayStation 3, Killzone would definitely be on my list. Looking forward to playing Killzone 2 sometime in the near future. But uh, they really announced, their big announcement was that, of course, with the assistance of 3D glasses and a TV, which, by the way, the biggest thing that's going to really hurt uh, Sony, which you know, they're probably not thinking it's going to hurt them because they have their Bravia series of television sets, which they're really trying to sell, uh, much like they tried to sell the advantages of Blu-ray with the PlayStation 3. They're really trying to sell the advantages of 3D TV. Hey, go buy a Bravia TV because it supports 3D. Well, Killzone 3 is going to support 3D, and they really did a lot at their press conference to to, uh, not only play up the uh, PlayStation 3 motion controller, which is very cool. It's called the PS3 Move, but uh, really play up what their 3D capabilities are going to be in the future, and Killzone 3 was one of the uh, masterpieces that they showed uh, at uh, at the conference at E3. Uh, to show off their 3D technology, but really neat. You know, I got to tell you, of all the 3D 
motion control technologies that are out there. It's, it does seem, and I must say, and, and one of the reasons that I give Sony props for having the best conference at E3 is that uh, they seem to have the best one-to-one motion controller out there. No, it's something you hold in your hand. It's very much like a Wiimote and that you hold it in your hand, and there is a PlayStation camera that tracks the motions of this lit ball that you hold in your hand. And uh, it seems they have, have done a very good job from what they've shown, that as you move this controller through space, that the camera does a great job of tracking how far up and down it is and how far in depth it is away from the uh, camera. So it seems like they've got a really, really good technology there. And one of the things that Sony was very quick to point out was that their controller includes buttons. And, of course, that was a slap in the face to Microsoft because theirs, of course, when we get into it, is a uh, motion controller scheme that doesn't require you to have anything in your hand at all to play it. And uh, they said, you know what? Buttons are useful, is what they said. They said, you know, to play this game, you need to press buttons. And we'll get into that when we talk about Microsoft a little bit. But it was a very valid point made by Sony. So we really need to see that. And I will say again, as I said last year, uh, and if you go back and listen to the archives, you will hear it yourself to show that I'm not uh, a false prophet. But uh, Sony appears to have the best when it comes to one-to-one motion tracking on a console right now. So very neat stuff there. They're really showing a lot of cool stuff. Really excited to see what they had with the PSP. They announced with the PSP, by the way, that between now and December, there's going to be 40 new games out for the PSP. And, uh, oh, by the way, yeah. One of the neat things about uh, the Sony PlayStation Network is they have some original content. And one of the things they did this last year was they had a uh, reality television show called The Tester, where they uh, basically... You know, put put gamers that applied to this thing uh, up up against in contests. Most of the contests were in video games, but uh, a, at least half of them were uh, competition that was outside of games, where they had to do certain things in the real world. Uh, say, use a slingshot to shoot a football that the other players on their team had to catch with a net. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Anyway, if you have a Sony uh, console of any type, whether it's a PlayStation 3 or a PSP, you can check out uh, the last season of The Tester. They announced that The Tester will have a second season. And, of course, the big gimmick behind The Tester is that whoever wins this competition gets to get a job at Sony as a game tester. So that was neat to see. And I, ha- I have to admit that the only reason I watched the first season of The Tester is that uh, Star Slayer was in it. If you don't know who Star Slayer is, I first was introduced to her when I watched on uh, DirecTV's, uh, I think it was Major League Gaming. She was on there. And, and on The Tester, she goes as Slayer, not as Star Slayer. Because I think she was trying to fool everybody that she's not some professional gamer, even though she's, like, really good. Yeah, she's kind of hot, if you know what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. She's kind of got that punk look. She's got, like, uh, some weird tattoos and, like, some earrings and stuff, but... Okay, so you've come to expect that kind of crap from the show. But, uh, yeah, I really need to see if they have some original content on the uh, PlayStation Network. They announced that they're going to be doing a new uh, service called PlayStation Plus, 
which if you uh, get the PlayStation Plus, uh, which costs like 3 or $4 or something like that a month, you can get it for like three months for $15 or you know something like that. Uh, you get some additional content. You get uh, rebates on the games that you buy off the PlayStation Network. Uh, you get early access to certain features and content. You know, they were very quick, as they always are, to say that the PlayStation Network is completely free. And, of course, that's a stab at Microsoft once again, which uh, they were very clear to say that the competition charges $50 a year to get Xbox Live. But I will argue once again, I will argue once again, even though I've been pimping pretty hard here on Sony, that uh, you get what you pay for. Yes, I can get high-definition television for free if I stick a television antenna on the side of my house. I can receive the signals for free. But you know what? My Verizon Fios that I pay for to get my high-definition content is far superior. So sometimes getting something for free isn't necessarily the best. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for Sony. Yeah, it was all good. Liked it. This cast is part of the Geek Media, www.thegeekmedia.com. This is Festival of Blood Radio on the Geek Media. Yeah, hey, not only did we get up to the 90s, but we got like all the way into 2010. Yeah, it's the latest off Christina Aguilera's album for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, so let's get into the Microsoft press conference. Uh, got some really cool stuff to talk about. First, I want to say. That yeah, we pimped Sony a little bit and said they had the best one-to-one uh, tracking. But the reality of it is, despite Sony's, hey, we got buttons. Well, let me just say this to kind of kind of make my point. You know, when you're watching Star Trek and they're on the holodeck, is there is there any buttons or is it just cool? Yeah. So even though maybe initially out of the gate, uh, Microsoft's games, although they look amazing, might not have the best one-to-one tracking, which yet is yet to be determined. By the way. Because the games they've showed are completely freaking awesome. Uh, of course, for those that don't know, they announced that their motion controller scheme, because it's not really a controller, is called Connect. Which, by the way, is the dumbest name ever. You know, I'm sitting there saying it's Connect. You know, because first of all, people are like, "Oh, Connect, cool." C O. You know, no, it doesn't start with a C. It starts with a K. And maybe it would have been better if the logo for Connect would have been like a human being, like holding up their arm and sticking out their leg to maybe shape like a K, or maybe holding up their hand so that their thumb was out and their middle finger or something like that to make a K. But instead, it's just Connect, and the, yeah, there's there's no symbol symbology. In there that shows that it's like movement. You know, they're basically trying to combine connect and kinetic. Yeah, I don't get it. Maybe you do. Yeah, I get it, but I don't know. I wish they would have done something else. Connect is kind of a weird name for it, but it is really cool. For those that don't know, this is the uh, add-on that's coming for the Xbox 360 that uses three different cameras to track the motion of the human body. And unlike something you hold in your hand, which right now we have with the Nintendo Wii, and we soon have with the uh, with Sony and their uh, Move controller. 
the Connect system for the Xbox 360 does full body, full body tracking, meaning that if you're playing a soccer game and you uh, bunt the ball with your head, the game will react to that. If you kick the ball with your foot, it will also react to that as much as it would if you hit it with your hand, which of course in soccer doesn't quite work. But uh, anyway, this game does full body motion. I think the neatest thing they showed was Forza Motorsport. It's probably the best example of what I wanted to see Microsoft do with their Kinect uh, uh, peripheral, and that is that they didn't make it so that the game required its use. They didn't make it so that the main focus of the game was its use. They kind of added Kinect as a third kind of dimension to the game, where if you have a car in the game, say a really cool Ferrari, and it's what they showed off in their demo, you can use Connect to walk around the car, to reach down and touch the headlights of the car, to reach down and touch the engine of the car, and as you do that, it brings up information on the screen that shows you information about the car. You can reach down and open the door to the car and get in the car and look around the inside of the car. Furthermore, as you're playing the game, when you turn your head, it makes the point of view of the game also adjust in that direction. So that's the kind of thing I wanted to see. You know, I didn't want to see like Sony did, where they had, uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, where they had Killzone 3, uh, first person shooter, basically used the move controller as the primary uh, way you interfaced with the game, but I wanted to see more games where you used the controller, but who hasn't played a game before, especially a racing game, where you're leaning, where you're sitting on the couch and you're literally leaning into the turn, wouldn't it be nice that as you use your controller, as you're using that thumb input, as you leaned, the game also changed your point of view, or even better, maybe adjusted the weight distribution on the car that you're driving uh, so that, that you maybe were able to do the turn a little bit easier, especially if it was something like a motorcycle. So uh, really, really uh, kind of disappointed that we didn't see more games like that. But they had some other major announcements. Of course, they have something called Connect Sports, which is basically like their version of Wii Sports, where you kick balls, you play table tennis, you get to throw uh, a javelin, uh, like in the Olympics. So would have liked to have seen some other things. It really looks like they're kind of going after the Nintendo market primarily with what they've shown. But let's talk about the big stuff, the big stuff that Microsoft had. Of course, Gears of War 3. What a no-brainer. This thing is coming out, and for those that didn't miss uh, what was out there or did miss what was out there, uh, the biggest addition to Gears of War 3 is four-player co-op, which is very cool. A new deathmatch mode, which they haven't talked much about. We'll probably get into that on uh, next week's show. But, uh, yeah, really neat stuff there. There's a playable female character, which, of course, for me is really cool. Because, of course, I always play female characters because I don't want to look at a butt. Anyway, uh, so... I uh, really need to see that. But four-player co-op coming to uh, Gears of War 3, and this is a big franchise. Speaking of big franchises, I think the big uh, creme de la creme of the Microsoft press conference outside of Connect is that Call of Duty, which is the biggest franchise like freaking ever, and, it, and it's going to be interesting to see how um, Call of Duty plays out, especially with all the things that have happened at Infinity Ward, which is basically closed, but uh, through 2012... All the way for the next three years, all the way through 2012, all of the downloadable content 
for uh, Call of Duty is going to be available on the Xbox 360 first. Not such a big deal when you consider that it's first and not the only, meaning that uh, PlayStation owners and P, uh, PC gamers will also eventually get access to the content. And you're really sad to see that the last content that came out on the Xbox 360 for Call of Duty was 1,200 Microsoft points, which is $15. $15! Yeah, a little too high. I did not buy that. You know, I buy a lot of stuff on my Xbox 360. One of the things I did not buy was uh, the stimulus package, which was 1,500 Microsoft points. So if they're going to get exclusive, if they're going to be exclusive all the way through 2012... Yeah, hopefully you lower the price, for crying out loud. So, anyway, that's the uh, the big stuff out there. You know, i got to tell you, the, the big thing out of E3 this year, the two big things, are uh, 3D technology and uh, how that is going to affect gaming. And, of course, Sony completely owns it when it comes to 3D on your television because they have a console that is upgradable in the box to support 3D television, uh, whether it's movies, which, by the way, if you if you enjoy Blu-ray movies on your PS3, the uh, PlayStation 3 is software upgradable to play 3D Blu-ray movies. And when it comes to games, they're definitely all about it, mainly because you know they have the TV division that uh, Sony is well integrated with on their gaming side. So they definitely own that. And uh, Nintendo definitely owns 3D in the handheld market, which we'll see later in the year when we get the Nintendo 3DS. And, of course, Microsoft is, like, a little bit behind. Yeah. But when it comes to uh, motion controller, which is the second big thing that comes out of uh, this year's E3, well, i got to tell you, even though I've given major props to Sony, it seems like Microsoft owns it. Because, again, I go to my Star Trek analogy, where when they're on the holodeck, they have buttons... Do they hold something in their hand, or is it just a very natural experience to interface with the computer using voice and motion, which the thing that both Nintendo and Sony don't mention, which I don't think Microsoft did a good enough job of mentioning, is that their motion system includes a voice recognition, and that you can actually talk to your console. You can say things. What better game experience could you have than to be playing the newest Call of Duty? And as you're sitting there playing it, single player, go, ah, God, blessed Jesus, and have somebody in the squad go, hey, watch your language there, soldier. You know, to have the game actually recognize the voice input that you give. And this is the more of the kind of thing, like I said before, that I would like to see from Microsoft. So anyway, really good conference, really good to see all the cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll probably get into some more of it next week. So that's about it for this week's show. If you want to send an email to the show, be sure to do so the usual way by sending an email to the host at festivalblood.com. And, of course, be sure to check out uh, the official website over at www.festivalblood.com. We're going to end things up. Yeah, we've done the 70s, the 80s, and, like, the 2000-something, like, that anyway we're gonna end things up with uh i don't know a song with uh alanis morissette and uh crystal bauer socks from uh, american idol hopefully you enjoy it i love the performance it was all good it's if you missed it you missed out it's all good
Tell ya, 